a wild weekend in Marquette at the Superior Dome, and some fantastic finishes in Battle Creek. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. Trailing by 12 with just over one minute remaining in the Division I eight-player football championship game, the odds of Martin pulling off a comeback against Inland Lakes were not very good. But then Gavin Myers threw a touchdown pass to Tegan Harris. Next, Martin recovered an onside kick, and with just five seconds to go... Now Branch moves over to the right side as well. Three to the right, one to the left. Myers looks, pressure comes. He's going to go up the middle. Keeps it on the right side of the five. Dives for the end zone, and he's in! Touchdown, Martin, with five seconds to go. The Clippers have completed the comeback. That was Matt Chapkis of the MHSAA Championship Radio Network on the call as Myers ran it in from 21 yards out to give Martin a 30-26 win and a state title. In Division II, Adrian Lenaway Christian capped a perfect 13-0 season with a 36-18 win over Marion. Easton Boggs hauled in nine passes for 210 yards and three scores for the Cougars. Quarterback Sam Lutz threw for 350 yards and he added two rushing touchdowns. Marion finishes a fantastic season at 11-1. The Eagles put up more than 50 points per game on average this year. For more on both of the eight-player championship games, check out MHSAA.com. It's time for Game Balls, when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the past week. First, in the Lower Peninsula Girls Swim and Dive Championships, Ann Arbor Pioneer captured the title in Division I. It is the school's fourth straight D1 championship. In Division II, Farmington Hills Mercy is your champion. Mercy won by more than 125 points and captured the school's first swimming and diving title since 2019. And the final game ball goes to East Grand Rapids in Division III as they captured their seventh championship in girls swim and dive in the last eight years. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. For the second consecutive season, coaches will have the ability to challenge plays during the 11-player football finals. All potential scoring and turnover plays will continue to be automatically reviewed. But again this year, coaches will be allowed to challenge one play per regulation and one in overtime with some restrictions. First, a team must have a timeout available and call it to initiate a review. Second, there are a limited number of items that can be reviewed. Those include catch or no catch, ball carrier in or out of bounds, forward or backwards pass, and a handful of others. If successful, the coach will be given back the timeout. In overtime, coaches can challenge once, no matter how many overtime periods are played, and only if they have a timeout. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the volleyball court at Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek, four champions were crowned. Let's start with Division One, where Farmington Hills Mercy dropped the first two sets to Grand Rapids Forest Hills Northern before storming back and winning in five. 
In Division Two, North Branch won its second straight title, this one in straight sets over Grand Rapids West Catholic. Division Three saw Kalamazoo Christian defeat Traverse City St. Francis in four sets. It's the first volleyball title in school history for the Comets. Holland DeVries finished with 16 kills and 27 digs in the victory. And in Division Four, after being down two sets to none in both the semifinals and finals, Clarkston Everest Collegiate won its first volleyball state title. They knocked off Leland in the title match after beating Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central in five sets in the semis. Coverage of all four divisions can be found at MHSAA.com. That wraps up the fall season here on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we will see you in the new year with the winter season in full swing. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. And welcome you back to McMoran Arena for game two in our hockey triple header today. Port here on Northern taking on Orchard Lake St. Mary's in an MIHL league game. Northern is 6-1 and one to start the season. Their only loss was to Catholic Central. They're coming in off a 10-0 win over Thumb Legion on Thursday in which Hunter Christopher and Matt Graham each had a goal and three assists. Tyson Scotchard and Bryson Smith each had two goals. St. Mary's has been very stingy giving up goals this year. They've been great defensively. They're off to a 7-2 start on the season. So this is an intriguing hockey game as we get ready for the start between Northern and St. Mary's. And we'll have the opening faceoff coming up in just a few moments here on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hi, I'm David Boganum, the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back here to McMorrin Arena. We're just about ready to get this one going. They're announcing the uh, starting lineups. The Huskies will start Evan Alcomo in goal. And up front, they'll have Paul Cheneau, Will Albert, and Kyron Bruno with Nehemiah Barrett and Silas Klink back along the defense. And we'll have the national anthem now.
All right, and for the uh, Eaglets, Mason Shea will be in goal, and they'll start uh, Thomas Roberts and Diesel Carrera along the defense. Up front, Julian Johnston, Jack Moran, and Brendan Kelly. And I'm going to get this out of the way right here. The uniforms that Orchard Lake St. Mary's is wearing today are the worst I have ever seen in my life. They are unreadable, and the only way I could describe them is somebody puked in a jack-in-the-box. That's what they look like. All right, so I've gotten that off my uh, chest, and uh, I'm better now. Northern's wearing white jerseys trimmed in blue and gold, and they're very readable. St. Mary's, it's gray, but it's th there are stripes that are a different shade of gray that go through it. They have black and red sleeves. They have red numbers, which against the gray are almost impossible to read. And then some of their players tuck their jerseys so you can't see their numbers anyways. And you cannot read. They have numbers on the sleeves, but you can't tell because the numbers are red and the sleeves are red. All right, but here we go. 7-2 St. Mary, 6-1 Northern. And let's see how this one goes. Faceoff is controlled by the Eaglets. Carrera in his own zone. He'll play one off the boards up the right wing side, just out of the reach of Johnston. It'll roll back into the northern zone. Kelly with a hit on his man. Johnston goes into the corner, leaves it for Kelly along the boards. Back on the line. Carrera shot redirected out in front. Getting a stick on that was Moran, and Alcomo had to make a big stop. Evans got some history against St. Mary's. Last year, he stood on his head in a game here at McMoran Arena and made 40 saves, and Northern upset at that time St. Mary's. 3-2 to two was the final. And there's a rebound in front, and jumping on it is Moran, and Jack Moran fires home a goal to make it quickly. 1-0 St. Mary's. They came out determined here, and they dominate that first shift. Northern never got it out of their own zone once it got in. And Jack Moran fires home his fifth goal of the season. And this comes just 27 seconds into the game. I think St. Mary's didn't like being reminded that they were upset here last year and that it was Alcomo who beat them. Brendan Kelly gets the only assist on the goal at the 27-second mark. Sent back down into the Husky zone. Chauvin tied up along the boards by Cretu. Puck will come back on the blue line and a long shot. Scored! It got off the pad of Elcomo and trickled over the goal line. And I believe Luca Pivik is the man who fired that puck from the blue line. And it somehow trickled through. No, check that, 45, Dompierre, Charlie Dompierre is going to get credit for this St. Mary's goal, I believe. That'll be his third of the year. Forty-one seconds time of the goal. They gave Dom Pierre the assist. So it was tipped in by Jacob Kirkab, they're saying. I will believe them. They're closer to it than I am. 
And that would explain how that puck got in because it looked like it was fired right onto the uh, pad of Alcomo. Here's another scoring chance. It's cutting right in on goal. It was Cretu, and that's knocked away by Alcomo. Northern under siege right now. They've given up two goals in the first uh, 41 seconds of the hockey game. Kirkcab with his fifth from Charlie Dompierre at the 41-second mark. Just 14 seconds after Moran had scored. St. Mary's will reload, and they'll start out again. Here's Kivak up over the line. He'll tip it down into the corner and battle there with Scotcher. It'll end up in behind the goal. Graham will track it down for Northern. He'll play it to the blue line, and it just got under the uh, stick of Gumma and back out to center ice. Now up the left wing side, sending one towards the uh, goal was Helton, and that's kicked away. Centering feed again is blocked by Christopher this time. Scotcher in behind his own goal. Northern struggling to move the puck right now, and they're getting pinned up. St. Mary's pinching the defense down. Getting to the puck now is Kavak. His centering feed is intercepted, though, and this will be fired off the boards by Scotcher down the ice, and that'll be icing. And right now, Northern needs to crank it up a notch because St. Mary's is going at top speed, and Northern's only going at about mid-speed right now. 2-0 Eaglets, 14-23 to go here in the opening period. Officials have gone over and they're talking to the folks at the scoring table and I see them writing on the uh, sheet. So I think they're making a scoring change somewhere and it might be on that second goal. I'm not quite sure. Helton will push the puck down into the corner and back of his own net now is Bryson Smith. He'll play it around the boards. Charlie Roberts moved up and made the hit though for St. Mary's. Now a shot fired by Roberts is blockered up over the glass by Alcomo who doesn't seem to be uh, too rattled or concerned about the early goals. He rather calmly made that last save. Smith will go in against Roberts here on the draw. Puck will come back at the line. Carrera will push it down in behind the goal. Centering pass was blocked off, and it'll be shoveled ahead out to center. Monahan skates up on it. Here's Monahan a chance up the right wing side, and then getting back was Helton to angle him off into the corner. So that play looked dangerous at the start, but by the end, Northern couldn't even get a shot. Chauvin trying to jab it loose. It will be played to the blue line and held in. Chauvin down low for Monahan. Monahan threw one right out in front. It'll come back on the line to Barrett. Didn't have a shot, so he'll wheel it all the way around left point to Silas Klink. Klink is checked, though, and it'll be played out center ice. Here's a long stretch pass ahead. Maraud up over the line, fired a shot right on, and Alcomo stops that one. And Barrett now will just hammer it down the ice, and it'll be icing against Northern. And the faceoff will come back down into the Husky zone. Johnston will come out now with Moran. And uh, Thomas Roberts, this line started the game. Kelly and Carrera back on the uh, points. It comes back to Kelly at the left point. He'll slide it down along the boards. Roberts tried to center one out in front, but that's tipped out center ice by Albert. 
And now played by Carrera, right in on goal, blockered away by Alcomo. Scotcher will work it ahead. Cheneau got it to center, intercepted though. Carrera sent it back in the zone with one of his players still trapped. So a delayed offsides here. That'll give Ainsworth a chance to move the puck ahead. Albert is checked though, just inside the line. Roberts tried to center one out in front and the Huskies will finally clear that one away back into the neutral zone. Sent right back up over the line though by Roberts. Quickly played to Scotcher and Scotcher again will just dump it back into safety. Kelly retreats back into his own zone. Pass ahead will be played by Moran. He's in behind his own net now. Uses the goal as a shield and now taps it out center ice and here they come. Kelly leads the rush over the line. Centering feed for Moran. He'll play it back on the blue line. Kelly again. Back down low. It'll slide off in behind the goal. Gallitz trying to get to it. Worked it back up the boards now. Gallitz trying to force one in front. That hit somebody out in front of the goal, and it'll be cleared away. Back down into the St. Mary's zone, and it'll go far enough for an icing. We're five minutes into the hockey game, and St. Mary's has been all over Northern for this first five minutes. And they scored basically on their first two shots of the game. 27-second mark and the 41-second mark. The scoring has settled down, but the uh, pressure on the Huskies has not. Right back up over the line now is Kirkab. His pass was broken up, came back out center ice. Pivik tried to play it up over the line. Now in the neutral zone. It'll be played by Jacob Hughes. Hughes has to circle back into his own zone with Monahan chasing him. They'll swing it around. Kirkab played it to the line. That hit a body and deflected out to center ice. Smith in the neutral zone is tied up. Nehemiah Barrett retreats now. Played the puck off to the side of his own net, and there's a steal. Twisting and spinning along the right wing boards and slipping it back into the corner is Cretu. That'll be broken up now to the line, but not out. Shot fluttered wide of the goal by Hughes from the right point. Kirkab ties it up with two Huskies along the boards and wrestles it out, but now Smith will intercept that and get it ahead to Monahan. Monahan tied up in the neutral zone, but we're going to get a penalty called here, a hook. And I think this is going to be against St. Mary's, and I think Jacob Kirkab is headed to the box. So maybe this is an opportunity for Northern to settle things down and get some offensive zone time. They're down 2-0. But a hooking call to Kirkab here at 6-0-1. We'll put Northern on the power play. Graham on the faceoff. Steered the puck into the corner. Carrera. Takes a bump in along the boards from Barrett, who moved in deep. Now in behind the goal, Cheneau has it. He'll flip it back on the line. Here's Klink. Fired a shot. That hit Cheneau. Deflected off into the right circle. Albert in back of the net. Graham trying to get to it. That'll be intercepted. Played to the line, and it's off Barrett and back out center ice. Graham in the neutral zone. Played it back up over the line. That'll be intercepted, though, by Jacob Fedor, and he'll play it back down the ice. Kavak. Chasing after it, but Klink will pick it up in behind his own goal now, and the Huskies will try to start out. Albert sweeps one up the right wing side. Bruno tipped it up back in behind the goal, out of the net. Shea played it back along the boards. Graham knocked it down right circle. Graham tried to slip one in front. 
Chauvin has it left wing boards back on the line. Another penalty coming up here to St. Mary's. So Scotcher will just give them the puck. And now it'll be a five on three for Northern for a minute and four seconds. We're getting another hooking penalty. That might be Kelly who's headed over to the box. So it's five against three for the Huskies. Great chance here. Smith tried to go forward on the faceoff. Be played by Hughes to the line, but not out. Scotcher left point. Slides it over on the right point to Bruno. Bruno now down low for Smith. Sends it back on the line to Scotcher. Scotcher now side of the net for Monahan. Monahan into the slot. Scotcher will step into one, and it was blocked. Up over the glass, a sprawling play by St. Mary's penalty killer. He dove in front of that. That was going to be a point-blank chance for Scotcher, and he was wound up to the rafters to crank that one. We'll drop it to the left of Shea. 41 seconds left on the five-on-three. Smith won the draw cleanly. Klink sent it across. Here's Scotcher with a shot that was blocked, didn't get through. Chauvin pushes it into the corner. Monahan and Scotcher trying to dig it away. 27 seconds left on the first penalty as Monahan now takes it in behind the goal. He was spun down but kept the play alive. Here's a chance for Smith. He scores! Bryson Smith from the right circle just put his head down and he drilled that one by Shea. And the Huskies get a huge power play goal that puts them back in the game. And it came with 18 seconds left on the first penalty, so they'll stay on the power play. 7.43, the time of the goal. Smith with his 10th of the year. And Monahan gets the only assist. Now still a one-man advantage. Here's Bruno up over the line. He got checked in the right circle, though, and it'll be played by the Eaglets back down the ice. El Como will hand it off now for Cheneau. Cheneau drops it back, and Scotcher will move it to center ice. Tanner Scotcher played it left side for Smith. Smith back up over the line into the left circle. He drops one back, and that's intercepted but held in. Here's Bruno, left circle. His shot is blocked, didn't get through. Northern coming close there, but now it's finally picked up by Thomas Roberts, and he'll shoot it down the ice. 20 seconds left on the Husky power play. They're down 2-1, to one, but they just got a big 5-on-3 power play goal from Bryson Smith. Now here they come, three of them over the line, led by Smith. Smith tried to center it in front, and that pass was blocked. The last man back, Correa, got in front of it. Comes back on the line to Scotcher. He'll play it down in the corner. Cheneau is down and shaken up. And the penalty is up and play will be whistled down now. And uh, I don't know what happened to Paul Cheneau in front, but I think Northern's looking for another penalty that isn't going to come. And I think the officials are maybe a little gun shy to call one against St. Mary's right now. They were dominating the game, and then back-to-back hooking penalties 
put Northern on a five on three. They strike to cut it to two to one. But Cheneau is a little slow to get up. Still, he's right at the hash marks in the St. Mary's zone. He has 7.59 to go here in the opening period. Schnow is up, and the good news is he's able to go to the bench under his own power. Faceoff is going to be in the neutral zone just outside the Orchard Lake St. Mary's line. Graham will come out to take the faceoff here for Northern. And against Kivak. St. Mary's will control. Hughes with a long pass ahead, and that missed his man and will be an icing call. So that'll bring it back into the St. Mary's zone now. Smith out with Monahan and Chauvin, the forward line here for Northern. Smith went forward on the faceoff, and he scored! He just walked right by Kavak, the other center, and from the bottom of the circle, he snaps it right through the five hole, and Bryson Smith ties the game with his second of the first period. That'll be an unassisted goal at 9-11, and it's a 2-2 game. So those penalties really changed what was going on here in this first period. The Huskies have battled back after giving up two goals in the first 41 seconds of the game. Shot up over the glass and we'll get another neutral zone faceoff here. Second of the game, 11th of the year for Bryson Smith. He's off to a fantastic start. The comeback kids coming back. Remember, a couple games ago, Northern was down 3 0 with less than two minutes to play, and they won in regulation 4 3 with a flurry of goals. A minute and 52 apart. Puck sent back down into the Eaglet zone. Monahan trying to get it along left wing boards with help from Smith. Smith slipped one out in front looking for Chauvin. Now Monahan all alone with a shot and the save by Shea, and it went through the open side and wide. Monahan again knocked it down right circle, but now that's broken up and played back the other way. Here's a centering feed and a one-hand jab at the puck by Moran is covered up by Alcomo, and he'll hang on to it. And Northern has really come to life. Monahan nearly gave him the lead there. That shot went through Mason Shea and came out the other side just wide of the post. Bruno will go in against Thomas Roberts here on the faceoff. Tie it up right in the circle, and now Bruno comes out with it, and then he's checked. Played back on the blue line. Kelly's shot will deflect off along the left wing boards, and it's chopped center ice by Albert. Back into his own zone now to play it is Moran. They'll work at center ice. On the move is Thomas with a long dump in that's blocked away by Alcomo. Thomas got to the loose puck. He's looking for Johnston in front of the net. It comes back to Carrera instead. His shot was blocked. Ends up in behind the goal. Birch trying to play it away from Johnston. Got it ahead to Albert on the left wing. Albert will skate it out center ice and then chip it back up over the Eaglets line. 
Carrera played it, but right back to Albert, left circle. His shot blocked in behind the goal. Graham trying to get it free. He's tied up by Roberts. Bruno to the right circle. His pass back to the point is blocked. It's still loose. Kavak finally got it out center ice. In the neutral zone, Birch a diving play to poke check it back the other way. Dump back in. Graham giving chase. But it'll be again played out to center ice, and now it's St. Mary's that's kind of hanging on. They'll get a turnover in the neutral zone, though. Roberts up over the line, bouncing puck as he tried to leave that for uh, Johnston, and it didn't work. And now Scotchard's long bomb pass is going to miss everybody and go for icing. So kind of scrambly play right now with 5.50 to go in the first, and the game tied 2-2. Going to face off down to the right of Evan L. Como in the northern goal. And now the center for Orchard Lake St. Mary's got right through. That was Moran. He went right through Smith, did what Smith did earlier in the period. But instead of shooting right away, he walked right to the net and tried to deke Al Como, who makes the save and covers up on it. Now off this face off, Cretu played it back on the line. It's dumped in behind the Husky goal. Barrett will play it there, being checked by Kirkab. Barrett will try Tyson Scotcher on the left wing side. That's blocked by Hughes. It comes to the blue line and finally does just come out center ice. Kirkab will have to play it back at his own line. And it will be tapped ahead by Pivik. Now Kirkab up over the line into the right circle. Dumped one out in front. And that went right through the net mouth. Wide of the goal. Ends up in the corner. Nehemiah Barrett. Checked right away by Kirkab. Pivik in deep center, one out in front. Slap shot by Kretu is blocked. Now Kirkab takes a stab at it, and it bounces off into the right circle. Gets some help from Kretu down low. Northern Christopher played it to the line. Hughes will hold it in at the right point. Sailed one wide of the goal. Takes a funny hop, comes back on the line. A long shot by Pivik is knocked away. Rebound attempt from along the boards is steered into the corner by Alcomo. And finally, Christopher gets a stick on it, deflects it up over the glass, and that'll stop play. And now St. Mary's trying to pick up the pace again. They were flying for the first seven minutes of this period, and it looked like Northern was in a whole lot of trouble, and then two penalties back-to-back to St. Mary's, and the Huskies got a five-on-three goal, and it's completely changed the game, and we're tied at two now. Kavak won the faceoff, but Monahan got to the loose puck, and he bounces it off Helton, and then will go up into the northern bench and stop play, and that should bring the faceoff outside the zone. We're going to talk about it. The puck definitely hit Helton. I guess they're saying it hit Helton arm and it was over the boards because they're bringing it back into the northern zone. Now the other official is coming over and They're going to talk about it some more. So they are going to keep the face off in the zone. I'm not sure that's the right call, but that's the call they're going to go with. Off the face off, the puck is going to split the two-point men and come out center ice anyways. In the neutral zone now, Chauvin leaves it for Harris. He'll shoot it ahead. Now it's Monaghan battling down low into the St. Mary's zone. He'll be pinned up along the boards by Gumma. Chauvin moved in, 
He's tied up, and it slipped out center ice by Fedor. Now charging over the line is Hughes with a shot, and that clanked up off the post. Boy, that came close. Centering feed blocked by Scotcher. Another centering feed intercepted by Monahan At the line, though, it's held in. Gumma fired a shot wide of the goal. Ainsworth to the loose buck, and he's just going to dump it down the ice and take an icing. As again, Northern was kind of scrambling around in their own zone there. 3.48 to go here in the first. In a 2-2 hockey game. Northern one for two on the power play. St. Mary's has not had a man advantage. Charlie Roberts will take this face off for St. Mary's. He's tied up right in the uh, circle. Cheneau taking a shift. Good to see him back on the ice. Worked it ahead to Graham, who pushes it out center ice. In the neutral zone, Helton played it ahead. Now he'll get it back just inside his own blue line. Slips it over on the other side for Gumma. He's checked by Cheneau. Has to send it back on the right wing side for Helton. Helton's pass at center, blocked by Klink. Then a big hit in the neutral zone as Albert was bowled over, but he's right back up. And the Huskies on the puck. Scotchard will send it in, but they say he didn't get to center ice, and they're going to call the icing on him. He was close. Sometimes they let that go, and sometimes they're sticklers for it. They're going to be a stickler for it this time and bring the faceoff back into the northern zone. Smith, Bruno, and Monahan the forward line now. Smith in against Thomas Roberts. Played it back on the blue line. Kelly tried to slip one in front. Now spinning and firing Moran, and that's kicked away by Alcomo into the corner. Thomas on the loose puck. Thomas Roberts. He'll play it back down low now. Moran will pick it up in behind the northern goal. Centering feed right out in front. Oh, they had Alcomo trapped out of position and couldn't connect. And now a long stretch pass, and Monahan up over the line. Rips a high riser that's up off the glass and out of play. And that will stop action with 2.46 to go here in the opening period. A wild, strange period of hockey, but fun nonetheless, and we're tied at two. Bruno's going to take the draw here off to the left of Shea. Bruno won it cleanly. There's a shot by... Birch that's right into the glove of Shea, and he'll hang on to it. Now Northern's going to make a, a quick change here. They're going to get Cheneau out there for Monahan. Bruno again will take the faceoff. Got it back again to Birch. He'll go to Smith, right wing boards. He'll send it in deep for Cheneau. Cheneau tried to center it back to Smith, but the pass was behind him. Now Correa plays it out center ice. Johnston fed one up over the line. A centering feed. Moran just missed. That went wide of the goal, and now the Huskies will move back. Bruno, his pass is intercepted in the neutral zone. Birch stepped up on his man, though, to break up the play. He roughs up Murad a little bit. Murad gave him a glance. Now it's tapped up over the line by Johnston. And back to get it. Scotcher in behind his own goal goes to Birch. Birch now will lob a pass ahead, and he got it through. Breaking in on goal is Cheneau. Cheneau with a shot. Oh, and Shea made the save, and he gobbles up the rebound and hangs on. I don't think Cheneau got all of it. 
but he tried to slide it to the open side, and Shea sprawling to the ice made the save. Finally, one of those stretch passes worked. You see about 20 of them a game, and 19 of them go for icing. But that time it got through to Cheneau, and he had a chance there to give the Huskies the lead. Barrett at his own line. Being pressured here by Pivik. Pivik played it off in behind the goal. Chauvin trying to get to the puck. Pinned his man up along the boards. They still battle along that right wing wall in the Husky zone. Kirkar will play it out in front. There's a shot right on. Fired by Pivik, and that's knocked away by Alcomo. Now back the other way, Monahan. Monahan took the shot, and that'll be blocked by Hughes up over the glass and out of play. Going to face off in the St. Mary's zone with 1.22 to go here in the opening period. Smith will take the face off. He'll win it. Monahan back on the line. Barrett. He'll play it off to the side of the net. Graham in after it. Graham to Smith. Still in behind the goal line. Smith is pinned up along the right wing boards. And now a long stretch pass. Sends Kirkcar back the other way, but getting back to break that up was Barrett. Back into his own zone is Dompierre. Dompierre played one ahead under a minute to go in the period. Huskies will pick that one off. Monahan up over the line, and Hughes stepped up and knocked him down. Dompierre will play it around in his own zone, and they'll lob one out center ice. Chasing after it is Kavak. He and Scotcher will... Knock each other out. Barrett will get to the loose puck, and he'll work it back out center ice. Dom Pierre back in his own zone. Zips one ahead for Conan. Conan plays it back into the Husky zone. Birch will rattle around the boards, but right to a St. Mary's player. Conan tried to flip it back to the point, and that's picked off by Albert, who pushes it center ice. Now it's played again back to the Husky line. Birch got it to Smith. He made sure it got to safety. It'll be dumped back up over the line with 10 seconds to go. Scotcher quickly moves it center ice. Now Monahan went cross ice with it, and that was intercepted. Charging back up over the line is Charlie Roberts, but he can't get very far, and the play is whistled down on an offside with three-tenths of a second to go here in the opening period. So we own. Oh, we are getting a penalty. Monahan is stepping into the box. So unless they can score directly from the faceoff, this will carry over to the second period. 16:59, Monahan for slashing. St. Mary's will get their first power play. Thomas Roberts is going to take the faceoff and just try to slap it at the net, and it's blocked by Bruno, and that'll do it for the first. Two twos to score, and we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment. Dairy Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dairy Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dairy Clean by Bachelor, 810 982 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. 2-2 is our score. St. Mary's came out barnstorming. Jack Moran scored his fifth of the year from Brendan Kelly 27 seconds into the game, and it was one to nothing. And 14 seconds later, Jacob Kirkcap got credit for his fifth of the year from Charlie Dompierre at the 41-second mark. It was 2-0 St. Mary's. But uh, around the middle part of the period, the game turned around. A couple of St. Mary's penalties gave the Huskies a five-on-three, and Bryson Smith sniped his 10th goal of the season from Tim Monahan at 7.43 to cut it to 2-1. to And then right off a of faceoff, Smith went forward with the puck and fired home his 11th goal of the season, an unassisted effort at 9-11. Tied the game at two. Huskies were one for two on the power play. St. Mary's did get a power play right there uh, at the end of the period, so they'll be on the man advantage when the second period starts. They outshot Northern 17-6 to in the first period, but the score is tied 2-2. Two to two. 
Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Earlier today, Utica beat Port Huron 9-1 in our first game. And coming up later this evening, 6 o'clock from Suburban Ice Arena, it's Marysville uh, against uh, Eisenhower. That is assuming that uh, this game... Uh, goes along uh, the way that it uh, should and I've got time to get over to Suburban Ice Arena. We're tied at two here after one and the uh, second period is coming up next. I'm Ted Fitzgerald and I love this community. I'm proud to serve downtown Port Huron as a Farm Bureau insurance agent. There are a lot of insurance options out there and a lot of places you could go for insurance, but we'll give you personal face-to-face service right here in your community. One agent, one company, one-to-one service. Call the Ted Fitzgerald Agency today, 810-984-5200. Backed by the integrity of Farm Bureau Insurance, a Michigan company. 
Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Welcome back here to McMorn Arena. Eaglets will be on the power play here to start the second period. Three-tenths of a second were left in the uh, period when uh, Monaghan went into the box. So the board says a minute 59 of power play time left, but it's pretty much a full two minutes that they'll be on the power play to start this period. This is their first power play opportunity of the game. Northern had two power plays in the first and scored during a five-on-three advantage. All the other goals were scored at even strength. Two quick strikes by St. Mary's. They were up 2-0, 41 seconds into the game. Then Northern settled things down in two Bryson Smith goals. Midway through the period has evened things up, and that's where we stand now. Second period underway. And St. Mary's trying to work out of their own zone and get this power play started. 
Moran tipped it up over the line, and that's broken up and fed to center. Bryson Smith jumps on a loose puck now. He'll rag it a little bit and then slip it all the way back down into the St. Mary's zone. Moran will tap it in behind the goal now for Carrera. Carrera will play it ahead and out to center they come. Flipping it up over the line is Pivik. He'll go in behind the goal and track it down and pick it up along the left wing boards. Pivik tried to drop it over to Thomas Roberts, and that's broken up and fed back out to center. Carrera back into his own zone, being chased all the way back in behind the goal by Bruno. Bruno will leave it for Moran, and Moran will leave it back in behind the net for Carrera. 55 seconds left on the advantage. Nothing dangerous from St. Mary's yet. Carrera circles back around his own goal again as Graham is in on the four check. They're really making it tough here for St. Mary's. Northern has really settled down, and early in the game, I thought they might get run out of the building today. St. Mary's was much faster and much more alert, but uh, things have turned around, and the speed of the game, the Huskies have caught up to it. Another turnover, and Graham will shoot it back down the ice. Now just 22 seconds left on the power play. And through center comes Fedor. And as he made the move at the blue line, his teammate was in way ahead of the play offside. And that wasn't even close. He was 20 feet ahead of Fedor. So 18 seconds left on the Monaghan penalty. And a neutral zone faceoff here. Graham will get it to Birch, and Birch will roll it back to the Orchard Lake-St. Mary's line. Sterpero played it back in behind his own goal. And now up to center comes Hughes. He'll drop it back. Charging back into the zone and taking it all the way around the net is Cretu. He'll play it back on the line. Sterpero to Hughes, left circle with a shot, and Alcomo's got that and he'll hang on to it. Northern back at full strength, and they had a real good penalty kill there. 14.49 to go here in the second period, a 2-2 hockey game. Cretu will face Smith on the faceoff to the right of Evan Alcomo. He'll come back to the line. It's tip center ice. Here's Monahan trying to break away. Monahan going right on goal to the backhand, and Shea makes the save. Oh, Shea has stopped two breakaways here in the hockey game, and they've been good saves. Now back the other way. Carrying up over the line is Hughes. Dropped it back to the late man, and a save by Alcomo, and the rebound shot wide by Kirkar. Kirkar right circle spins and fires. That's blocked in front. Chauvin just pushed it into the corner. Scotchard for Birch. He'll backhand flip it up the left wing boards, and Bryson Smith will chip it to the line, and it will come out to center. Kurtu didn't see it in his skates. Now Smith has it. He'll send it in deep. He and Chauvin go back after it, but Hughes will get there first and behind his own goal for Kirkar. He nearly gave it away, but now a dangerous chance the other way. Charging up over the line is Kretu, left circle. Kretu tried to slip one in front, and Birch picked it off, or Chauvin it was, and then he pushed it ahead too far for Smith. Hughes cuts in front of his own net. He'll bank one off the boards out center ice for Conan. Conan left it in the neutral zone and now charging up over the line. Backhanding one across the zone was Kavak. It'll come back on the blue line and be fed right around the boards again. And a shot that time taken by Conan is blocked off and the Huskies will get it to center and Albert will dump it in. Digging in after it was Bruno, but it hopped over his stick. 
And now the other way, Kavak was in ahead of the play, and it's offside. So we'll get another faceoff in the neutral zone, just outside the Husky blue line. 13-20 to play here in the second period. The game tied at two, all the scoring in the first. Kavak will go in against Bruno here on the draw. Bruno wins the faceoff. Barrett, or rather Scotchard, just got it ahead to Albert, and he'll work it out center ice. Dumped right back up over the Husky line. Ainsworth back to play it. Around for Scotcher. He got it to Albert. Albert moves it quickly up the boards, and Bruno got it center ice. Now Albert checked in the neutral zone. Puck was gloved up over the line, but Scotcher was there to clear it back out to center. Helton works it ahead for Fedor. Fedor will play it up over the line and going after it himself. Fedor threw one across the zone. Nobody home. Pinching in off the point now is Gumma to play it in behind the goal, and Northern will break that off and send a long pass ahead that misses Cheneau and will go for icing. So we're going to face off back in the Husky zone. Things have settled down, and I think play has evened up quite a bit since a rocky start for Northern. They got outshot in the first, 17-6. to A lot of that was in the first half of the period. Now here's a chance as the puck skips to center. Monahan, he's got Chauvin with him. Monahan left circle, couldn't work it by Kelly. Monahan still working hard, got it back on the blue line. Klink with a long shot, and he skipped that one wide of the goal. At the right point, Barrett trying to hold it in, but we're going to get a high sticking call here. And this is going to be against Northern, or is it just they touch the puck? Nope, they are taking Monahan to the box. Nobody wanted to admit guilt on that call, but Monahan right back to the penalty box. And St. Mary's gets their second power play of the game, so the penalty calls have evened up. They're going to wave the St. Mary's centerman out. It was Cretu. So, Kirkcab will take the face off. He won the draw, but then he lost the puck. Bryson Smith at center, took the pass from Klink and then tapped it back down into the St. Mary's zone. It's in behind the goal, and Smith causing problems, comes out on the wraparound trying to stuff it in, and a save made by Shea. And now back the other way, St. Mary's is four on two if they hurry. Hughes over the line, dropped it back, and getting knocked down on a good play was Kavak, and now Smith turning back the other way. Smith at center. He's going to rag the puck for a second when he didn't have a chance to break down the ice. And then he tried to feed that one ahead, and play has been whistled down. I think it hit Kyron Bruno as he was going for the change. So they're going to bring the faceoff back to the northern blue line and drop it in the neutral zone. 123 left on the penalty to Monahan. Thomas Roberts won the faceoff. Moran played it up over the line. Roberts along the right wing boards overskates it. And Graham will find an opening and slither it down the ice. Shea played it away from Cheneau. St. Mary's a little sloppy with the breakout passes here. 
And now finally, Carrera will get it ahead. And Moran will work up the right wing side. Moran trying to get around Scotchard, couldn't do it. Ends up in behind the goal. Picked up there by Thomas Roberts. He'll skate into the left circle, play it back on the blue line. Carrera taps it over on the left wing side. They'll go cross ice to Johnston getting it to Moran. Now Moran between the circles took a shot. That hit somebody out in front and went right into the midsection of Alcomo, and Evan will hang on to it. 35 seconds left on this St. Mary's man advantage. That's really the first time they've gotten in the zone and gotten set up on either of their power plays, and the Huskies did a good job just keeping them to the outside. Robertson against Smith here on the faceoff. Comes back to the blue line. Moran played it to Fedor. He'll fire a shot, patted away by Alcomo. Now it's picked up by Roberts. He'll take the shot. Alcomo the save. Fedor the rebound, and Alcomo will stop that, and he'll cover it up. Again, all these shots kind of coming from the perimeter and from bad angles. So the Husky penalty kill to this point has been really good. Off the faceoff, it'll slide right into the crease, so Alcomo will cover it up, and we'll do it again. 19 seconds left on the penalty to Monahan. 10.45 to go in the second. We're tied at two. All the goals coming in the first period. St. Mary's had two, 41 seconds into the game, and then Northern came back on two Smith goals, and here's Bruno shorthanded on the attack. Over the line, fires, and Shea knocked that one away. Ends up off to the side of the net. Smith in on the four check, but they'll get it by him. And now here's Roberts up over the line. Roberts cuts in with a shot. Now Como the save. Rebound in front is hacked wide by Cretu. Picked up by Smith. He'll lay it center ice, trying to get it to Monahan, who's out of the box. Northern kills the penalty, and they nearly got another breakaway. Barrett in his own zone for Clink. Clink along stretch pass ahead is broken up, but it comes out center ice to Chauvin. Now Chauvin is poke checked off the puck. Back up over the line, trying to work his way in was Pivik. A big hit in the corner. Barrett went down. Puck slides around the boards, back down in the St. Mary's zone. Race for it. And Albert was going to get there first. However, it's whistled down. And an icing call, and the faceoff will come back. into the Husky zone. Off the draw now. The puck ends up in the corner. Graham pushed it back in behind his own goal, and Scotcher's just going to lift it up and down the ice and take another icing call here. So the game's slowing up a little bit. 9.37 to go here in the second. We're tied 2-2. Two two. St. Mary's has had two power plays here in the second period, but has not been able to capitalize on the man advantage. Charlie Roberts will come in and take the face off here. Maraud will go into the corner after it. Looking for somebody in front. It comes back to Dom Pierre. His shot from the left point is blocked. Ends up back in along the boards. Maraud trying to walk it in front. Slid it wide of the goal. Albert trying to get to the loose puck now. He's tied up. Charlie Roberts played it back on the blue line. 
Hughes took a shot that was blocked up over the top of the goal. Dom Pierre pinches down the left wing boards. Tried to get it to Murad. That will be tied up. Rainish comes over trying to get to a loose puck. It's back in behind the goal. Scotchard played it to the line. Dom Pierre held it in. Now it's centered in front by Hughes, but taken away by Albert, and he'll finally lift it up and out to center ice. Tap back to the Husky line. Scotchard worked it into the neutral zone, and the puck was gloved ahead to Murad, and play will be whistled down. We're almost halfway through the hockey game, 8.44 to go here in the second period in a 2-2 game. Earlier today, Utica was a 9-1 winner over Port Huron. Joey Gilbert had a goal for the Red Hawks. Ooh, Monahan nearly stepped in front of a pass, and that might have been another breakaway. Gumma in behind his own goal. He'll work it ahead. Now a long stretch pass misses everybody and will go for icing against St. Mary's. Neither team really giving up much right now. Been a lot of scrums and a lot of long passes that haven't connected because there just isn't a lot of room to operate right now. Off the faceoff, Chauvin tried to push one in front, blocked. Gummo pushed it into the corner. Now in after it is Monahan along the right wing boards trying to get it back to Barrett at the point. And for a moment there, two Huskies against three Eaglets. And Northern was doing a good job, but now it comes back the other way. They'll slip it down low, trying to get it to Fedor. Fedor will play it out in front of the net. Blocked by Chauvin. Another shot. Save. Rebound. Fedor scores. The shot from the point hit Alcomo, and he couldn't handle the rebound. And Fedor, right on the doorstep, bangs it in and gives St. Mary's the 3-2 lead. Jacob Fedor gets his first goal and point of the season. 9 minutes straight up the time of the goal. And the Eaglets are back on top 3 to 2 now. Now, there's a big discussion going on. They've given the goal to Morgan from Fedor and Kerkab, and now they're saying St. Mary's has scored another goal. There was a whistle at the Husky blue line, and then the shot was taken, and it went through Alcomo and into the net. But I just assumed as did Northern, that it didn't count, that play had been whistled down on an offside or something, but they are counting it as a goal, I believe. And so St. Mary's has now scored two goals in nine seconds. They scored twice 
in 14 seconds in the first period. And now they've scored twice in nine seconds. And Northern was not happy about that. They thought that a whistle had gone, stopping play. They gave uh, Moran got the second goal. That's his second of the game. Pivot got an assist on that one. And now we're getting a penalty against St. Mary's. So a lot is happening here in a short period of uh, time as we try to figure this all out. But Morgan got credit for the goal, his seventh of the year from Fedor and Kirkab at the nine-minute mark. And then Moran got the goal from Pivot nine seconds later. And it's 4-2 St. Mary's, and now they've picked up a penalty, and the Huskies, who are one for two on the power play, get their third chance, but Smith won the draw all the way back into his own zone. So Scotcher has to go back after it. Pivot gets a roughing minor. Bruno will play it back up over the line. It'll end up in behind the Eaglets goal. Now it's played back on the blue line. Smith got the stick up on his man. Monahan along the boards trying to settle it. He got knocked down. It's getting chippy out there. Chauvin in the left wing corner took it away from Roberts, and play has been whistled down again, and we're going to get a holding penalty here, but who's it against? It's going to be against Northern. This might be the third penalty this period against Monahan. He's going to the box. And that's going to negate the Husky power play. And for 126, we'll play four on four. Very confusing stretch of hockey here, but it's four to two St. Mary's. So Johnston and Moran or Moran are out uh, in the four on four against Smith and Bruno. And now Graham is going to come out and replace Bruno. Smith will get it in his pass ahead. There was nobody there, so that's just icing against Northern. 6.47 to go here in the second. There hasn't been a lot of flow to this period at all. And then, again, the Morgan goal was on a rebound, and uh, the Moran goal was a long shot that I think Alcomo thought the whistle had gone, and he really didn't play it that seriously, and they end up counting the goal. Now, this is a four-on-four situation, but Northern's playing it like a penalty kill. They keep icing the puck. For 108, it's four-on-four, and then it'll be a very short power play for St. Mary's on the other side. Now Bruno will come out and replace Graham. So Smith and Bruno out there in the four-on-four with Klink and Barrett. Klink's got the puck in behind his own goal. He'll be chased around the net by Roberts. Klink works it out center ice, but then it's taken away. Dom Pierre plays it for Hughes. Hughes will sweep it up the left wing side. Here's Moran trying to cut in. Backhand try, and Alcomo the save. He'll hang on to that. And then Johnston came crashing through. 
and bumped Alcomo after the whistle, and Northern didn't like that. 51 seconds left on the St. Mary's penalty. So each team playing short a man right now. Smith tied up by Roberts, but now it's taken by Barrett. He'll slide it on the left side for Clink. Clink dumped it in front of his own net to Barrett, and then a giveaway. That puck was loose for a second. Now it'll be picked up near the blue line. Fedor played one across, and that'll be intercepted, and three Huskies through center. Charging up over the line is Clink with a shot, and Shea, the gloves save, and he'll hang on to it and hold it for a faceoff. 28 seconds left on the four-on-four. It'll be about a 34-second power play for St. Mary's when they get their man out of the box. Graham and Cheneau out right now for the Huskies. Scrumming for the puck off the faceoff, but it'll be taken in behind the goal by Helton. And now the puck will be laid center ice by Fedor. Intercepted, though. Scotcher plays it around the boards in his own zone for Cheneau. He'll have to tap it back to Birch. Birch will play it back to Scotcher, then back to Birch in behind his own goal line. Now Birch taps it ahead, Cheneau. He'll chip to the line, but it'll be held in. Sent down low by Cretu. Cretu working along the left wing boards. Gets some help from Roberts. Now they kick it back down low. Charlie Roberts chasing after it. Looking for Thomas Roberts in front, but that'll be broken up by Scotcher. Played to the line. Fedor with a long shot. Tipped in front and a big save by Alcomo. He'll hang on to that. As the shot from the blue line was tipped. Right in on goal by Charlie Roberts right in front of the net. He's going to stay out there for the moment. They're going to switch up the D. Carrera and Kelly come out. 14 seconds of power play time now for St. Mary's, and they win the draw. Kelly had it knocked off his stick, though. Bruno with a good job. Forces Kelly back into the neutral zone. Now it'll be played back up over the line, but Klink will take it away and slide it to Barrett. The penalty is over. Monahan out of the box. Having served his third minor penalty here in the period. St. Mary's is 0 for 3, though, on the power play. They lead it 4 to 2 right now with 4.40 to play here in the second. Tip back down into the zone, and out of the net comes Shea dangerously, but he plays it ahead now. Charging back up over the line, and it's offside as Rainish. Brought it into the zone with Murad offside. So we'll get another neutral zone faceoff here with 4.31 to go in the period. Be played by Kelly back up over the Husky line. Ainsworth checked right away. Now Morgan comes in to dig that puck out in behind the goal. Morgan flipped it back into the opposite corner for Kavak. He'll play it back in behind the net, trying to get it back to Morgan as they try to get a little cycle going, but the Huskies take it away. Now Bruno to center. That closed down quickly, but Cheneau will follow up. He'll fire a long one in that's blocked. Bruno will follow up the play, though. Tried to slip it to Cheneau in front. It was loose for a second, but it's taken away by Carrera. And now it'll be played out center ice. Here's Morgan up the left wing side, trying to get through. 
Dropped it off, and a backhand try goes wide of the net. Comes back on the line. Carrera from the right point. Smoked that one wide of the goal. At the left point now, the long shot there. Fired by Conan is knocked away. And the rebound will be chipped off the glass down the ice, but right in on Shea. No. He smartly saw the uh, angle of the puck and let it slide by, and it goes for icing. Down to 3.33 to go here in the second. St. Mary's has scored the only two goals of the period, nine seconds apart and with a little controversy. Cretu will take the face off here against Graham. He'll come back on the blue line. Dompierre with a drive, and that just missed the top corner. Up off the glass, Hughes from the right point sent that one wide of the goal. Now it's... Kirkar playing it back to Hughes at the right point. He'll go right circle with it. Moran took the shot and the save by Alcomo, and he'll hang on to that one. So the faceoff will be off to the left of Alcomo, who I think that last shot stung him a little bit. Or is that a problem with the pad? I think. When he went down to block that shot, it got over the pad and off the knee. There isn't any protection. Those pads go up above the knee, but when you go down, it opens up a spot, but Evan seems to be okay. Off the faceoff, Kirkar plays it into the corner. Klink tried to tie him up. Now back in behind the goal, Kavak trying to center one out in front. It'll be held in along the uh, boards and centered in front by Pivik. Huskies' Hunter Christopher will get to it, and he'll work it out center ice now. Here's Albert. One against two up over the line, and then he got checked from behind, a cross-check there. Huskies' bench is going nuts. They wanted a penalty call there, not going to get one. Puck came back on the blue line. Klink sends it to Barrett at the right point. He couldn't get to it, not safely at least. And now it'll be Pivik who plays it along the boards. And this time Barrett will pinch in and try to hold the line. He'll send it in deep, but nobody there for Northern. Hughes will get back and circle in behind his own goal. Now Hughes trying to work out. Cheneau trying to pester him. Graham at his own line tied up, but Christopher will play it back down into the Eaglet's zone, Dompierre is back after it. Long stretch pass ahead and charging up the wing now, cutting it on goal is Kirkab. His centering feet is blocked. He gets it back again in the right circle. Kirkab will spin and fire, and that's high off the glass. Tracked down now by Roberts. Played it back on the blue line to Fedor. Fedor will send it across on the right point, and a shot hammered off the side of the goal. Now it comes into the right circle. And the St. Mary's player, Moran, blew a tire and went down. That'll give Barrett a chance to sweep it ahead, and that's going to end up in the St. Mary's bench. Let's see. They're going to bring the faceoff back into the northern zone. 1.38 to go in the second. 4-2. St. Mary's on top. Morgan and Moran with the goals here in the second period. Moran's second of the game. And when St. Mary's has scored today, it's... Been in a hurry. Their goals in the first period came 14 seconds apart, and their goals here in the second, nine seconds apart. (laughs) 
Off the faceoff, now a scramble. Moran will lay it off to the side of the goal. And after it is Johnston. Johnston walked it in front and took the shot, and it skipped wide of the goal. Now in behind the net, Roberts. Thomas Roberts skates it into the left circle, played it back on the blue line for Fedor. Fedor pinches in along the boards and dumps it in back of the net now. Moran will take it to the right wing circle, leaves it down in the corner for Johnston. Johnston works away from a check, put it back out in front, broken up by Scotcher. St. Mary's dangerous right now, a minute to go here in the second period. And finally it's taken away, and Albert will bounce it out center ice. Giving chase is Monahan, but Fedor had the angle. Now he'll flip it ahead and out to center ice. Kicked up over the uh, line by Helton, but he couldn't go very far with it. Now pushing it back up over the line is Johnston, and that's broken up. And finally, it'll be tapped ahead, and here's Smith up over the line. Bryson Smith, left circle back. Monahan for a one-time shot, and Shea with his big save, and now it's poked out center ice. Two on one for the Eaglets, and they fall down. Still a chance on goal for Moran, and that's kicked away by Alcomo. Boy, is there just some crazy stuff going on right now. Clink to center. He'll lift it in. Ten seconds to go in the period. Puck will be rattled back out to center. Clink will just shoot it right back up over the line. Another player just fell down, and nearly getting to the puck was Albert, but it'll be cleared away, and that will end the second. It's 4-2 St. Mary's after two. We'll try to figure it out in just a moment. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 98 when you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. 
and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Well, goals and bunches is the way this one has uh, gone. As uh, St. Mary scored uh, two in the first 41 seconds of the game, just 14 seconds apart. Moran scored at the 27-second mark from Brendan Kelly. And then uh, Kirkcab scored from Dom Pierre at the 41-second mark. And it was 2 to nothing for St. Mary's before anybody could sit in their seat. But the Huskies battled back. Bryson Smith scored on the power play. His 10th of the year from Monaghan at 7.43 to make it 2-1. And then Smith tied the game with his 11th at 9-11 unassisted. And we were 2-2 after 1. But in the second period, in the middle part of the period, St. Mary's scored twice in 9 seconds. Morgan banging in a rebound. Jacob Fedor and Jacob Kirkcab got the assist at the 9-minute mark. And then at 9.09, Moran was credited with his second goal of the game, sixth of the year, from Luca Pivik. This was the goal that had a little bit of controversy to it. I definitely heard a whistle. And then the shot from the blue line came, and it went through Alcomo and into the net. And I didn't think anything of it at the time because there were players piled up at the blue line, and I thought they blew a whistle to stop uh, play either for an offside or to call a penalty or something. And then the officials gathered in a little huddle and they pointed that it was a goal. And Northern didn't like whatever the explanation was, but the goal stands and it's 4-2 St. Mary's. Morgan from Pivik at 9.09, just nine seconds after uh, the uh, other goal. And so it's a two goal lead for St. Mary's through two. They're out shooting Northern 34-12. to Shots were 17-6 in the first and 17-6 in the second. Each team's had three chances on the power play. The Huskies have the game's only power play goal. So it's 4-2 St. Mary's after two here on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratia Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. 
Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Do you like to think about your insurance? Maybe not, but I sure do. Hi, I'm Ted Fitzgerald, your Farm Bureau insurance agent in downtown Port Huron. And I'll take care of all your insurance worries for you. As your insurance advisor, I'm always thinking about ways to protect local families and businesses and how to make our community a better place to live. My staff and I would be proud to handle all of your insurance needs. Visit me at 333 Huron Avenue or give me a call at 810-984-5200. We're Farm Bureau Insurance, a Michigan company. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, earlier uh, today, uh, Utica beat uh, PH 9-1. Later this evening over at Suburban Ice Arena, if I can get there in uh, time, uh, Marysville takes on Eisenhower. It's scheduled for a 6 o'clock uh, game. It'll probably start a little later than that, which will uh, help the uh, cause. But we still have a third period of hockey to go here. It's 4-2 to two, Orchard Lake St. Mary's as we head to the third next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. 
Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Evan Alcomo already has 30 saves through two periods as he's faced 34 shots. At the other end, uh, only 10 saves for Shea. He's only faced 12 shots, but you know what? He's been pretty good. Uh, He's stopped a couple of breakaways in this game or uh, we could – Still be tied. It was 2-2 after one. It's 4-2 St. Mary's as we get ready for the third. No carryover penalties here. Everybody's at full strength. And as they often do, the penalties have found a way to even themselves out at three apiece. There have been stretches in this game where it has been just disjointed and chaotic and no flow with neither team really giving uh, the other team a chance to get going. And then we'll have little stretches where there is some flow to the game, and it's pretty entertaining. But it's been a lot of uh, mucky muck today in this one. So we'll see uh, what the third period brings us. Smith comes out with Cheneau and Chauvin, the forward line here for Northern. And Smith, who has both the Husky goals, will chop it ahead, and that'll end up out of play. And again, we'll get another neutral zone faceoff. And I think I've learned my lesson with St. Mary's. If they score a goal, I'm not looking away because they score right away after they get one. Here's Smith. He'll send it back down in behind the St. Mary's goal. Chauvin took a bump there from Strapero. And now it'll be Johnston playing it out center ice. Here's Roberts shooting it back down in behind the northern goal, but it's a delayed offside, so the Huskies will get a chance to move it here as they tag up. Cheneau gave it away, though. Look out. Here's Moran putting it down low. A redirect in front and a save made. Loose puck. Moran backhander, and they score. Not sure if Moran's shot went in clean or if it was tipped right in front of the goal line, maybe by Johnston, but it's 5-2 St. Mary's, and they get a quick one to start the third. This goal will come at 35 seconds. If it is Moran's goal, that'll be the hat trick for him. But I think Julian Johnston may have gotten a stick on it right in the goal crease. 
We'll wait for Mr. Eric Parker to announce the goal and tell us for sure. It is Johnston's goal. And Moran will settle for an assist, his third point of the game. 35 seconds, the time of the goal, and for uh, Johnston, that's his second goal of the season. Here's Monahan at the other end, avoids a hit from Hughes, takes it into the left wing corner, then pushes it right side. Dom Pierre will be checked by Albert, but he'll come out with the puck. He'll swing it around the boards in his own zone. They try to get it to Kirkab, and that's taken away by Monahan. He'll send it back deep again, but Dom Pierre is there, and this time he'll just fire it out center ice. Kyron Bruno will shoot it back in, but the Huskies will make a change. They're down three now, five to two. This is the biggest lead in the hockey game for St. Mary's. Huskies battled back from two goals down earlier. Now it's sent back down into the northern zone. Pivik circles the net, played it back to the point, and Christopher chipped it away and back out center ice. Shea wanders out of the goal, played it to the line. Tyson Scotcher took a shot wide of the goal. Graham... In the right circle, tried to force one in front, took another shot, and that was actually a good save by Shea from a sharp angle. Centered in front, Christopher, a drive, and the save made. Tyson Scotcher trying to get to the loose puck. Played it back on the line. Now it's played back into the right circle and finally broken up and lifted away, and the long stretch pass bounced on Pivik. He couldn't settle it, and it'll be sent all the way back down into the St. Mary's zone, but far enough for icing. to play here in the third. Northern down 5-2 now to St. Mary's. I'm going to face off in the Huskies' zone. Boy, there was that line again. The the other night, I thought they were the best line against Thumb Legion. But uh, Graham, Tyson Scotcher, and Hunter Christopher were buzzing around and... uh, they nearly got one. Now a giveaway. Conan took a shot that was blocked. Chauvin to the loose puck for the Huskies. Up the boards, but not out. Pivik sends one wide of the goal. It come back on the blue line, and a shot is knocked away as Helton let one go. It's still loose in the corner. Now a centering feed goes right through the crease. Fedor moved in, but he fanned on it, and now it's three on two northern the other way. Smith charging back up over the line. Drop past Cheneau. Cheneau into the right circle, and then he ran into some traffic. Still had it, tried to center to Smith. Smith will shoot, and that one is off of Shea and bounced just wide of the goal. Chauvin battles along the boards now, gets help from Cheneau and from Smith. They try to dig it free and see if they can get something going. Chauvin still tied up. Now Birch moved in to help out. Chauvin tried to go to Cheneau, but two just too close to each other, and it's broken up and fed down the ice for an icing call. Faceoff will come back into the St. Mary's zone. And again, Shea has not faced as many shots as El Como, but I think he's played a pretty solid game. Both goals by uh, Bryson Smith were sniper shots. Now Bruno off the faceoff will fire one right through the goal crease, and he just missed Monahan with the pass. Murad moves back the other way. He'll dump it in deep with some help from Rainish. Now it's Murad to Rainish in the corner. Back in front for Murad. It'll end up back out at the blue line. And a redirect out in front as 
is uh, Korea, who let the shot go, but it's gobbled up by Alcomo, but the deflection actually slowed the shot down and made it an easier save. Face off to the left of the Husky goal. Birch will get to the loose puck. He'll play it around the wall to Monahan. It hopped off his stick, though. Fed back to the line, but Albert will step in front of the pass and start back the other way. Well, Albert will dump it in and go digging in after it. Forces it down into the corner. Now Bruno in back of the net for Monahan. Monahan off to the side of the goal, back in front. Albert trying to get a stick on it. He was tied up. Now it'll be picked up by Charlie Roberts. He'll swing it in behind his own goal. Carrera will play it ahead at center ice. Roberts got knocked down, and that's going to be a penalty. A tripping call coming up against Kyron Bruno. So St. Mary's will go on the power play for the fourth time. This has been the only part of their game that has suffered today. They are 0 for 3 on the man advantage and really haven't been dangerous. They'll give it a go this time. Thomas Roberts against Smith on the draw. Smith won it. Puck came to the line, but it's held in. Carrera tried to center one out in front, and Smith will tap it out center ice. Here's Cheneau chasing after it. Cheneau will end up down in the corner. He'll get pinned to the boards. Moran will dig the puck loose, and then he'll work it ahead, and here they come through center. Over the line, Johnston drops it back for Morgan. Morgan takes the shot, blocked off to the side of the goal. Pinballs around. Cheneau couldn't handle it cleanly. Johnston trying to work it out of the corner, but that'll be blocked by Barrett up over the glass and out of play. 131 left on the man advantage. 12-18 to play here in the third period. 5-2, Orchard Lake St. Mary's leading Port here on Northern. Only one loss on the season for the Huskies prior to today, and they're Going to have to make a comeback to avoid a second one. They Again, last weekend they were down 3-0 in a game with under two minutes to go, and they won in regulation 4-3, so don't count them out. Como covering up here. We'll get a face-off to the left of the goal. Thomas won the draw. Morgan played it back on the blue line, and a quick shot by Carrera is gobbled up by Alcomo, and he'll hang on to it. Said, ah, we'll do the face-off to the right of the goal. Roberts won the draw back to Correa. Now for Johnston. He'll take the shot that's high up off the glass. Tracked down by Moran along the right-wing boards. He'll circle back to the blue line now between the circles. Goes left circle to Johnston. Back to Moran in the corner. Back to Johnston along the left-wing boards. Back to Moran in behind the net. Back right out in front. What a pretty play and an empty net goal for Thomas Roberts. They lulled him to sleep as they played catch in behind the goal. And uh, Roberts snuck down low. And the next pass from Moran went right in front of the net to Roberts for the power play goal to make it 6-2. to two. Moran and Johnston were playing catch back there. 5.15, the time of the power play goal. 
And then, like I say, they kind of lulled him to sleep, and Thomas Roberts was wide open in front and fired it home. And there's another goal, a wraparound try. What is this? They score a goal and then come right back and get one. And I believe this one is Cretu. This goal comes at 5.28, so 13 seconds after the Roberts goal. And Northern's going to take a timeout here. They can't even get the goals up on the board fast enough. But it's now 7-2. I believe that was Cretu who scored on the wraparound. It's bad enough you can't read the jersey numbers, but a lot of the kids tuck their jerseys so you can't even see the number. But I think that was 11, Dugan Cretu, who came around on the wraparound and fired it home on the short side. Pivik and Kelly got the assist, and it was Cretu's goal. That's his second of the year. Brendan Kelly with his second assist. He assisted on the opening goal of the game way back at the 27-second mark. So they have had goals 14 seconds apart, 9 seconds apart, and those last two were 13 seconds apart. Luka Pivik has a couple of assists as well now. 7-2 St. Mary's, and for much of this game, it was much closer than this. It's kind of gotten away from Northern now, but the first half of this hockey game, they were very competitive. Now Bruno at center. We'll send one over to Monahan, trying to cut in back in front, looking for Smith, who was open in the slot. But that'll be broken up. And now a quick pass ahead and charging up over the line. Firing a shot right on was Pivik. And that's padded away by Alcomo. And now play whistle down and offside right at the Husky line. Give us a neutral zone faceoff right out in front of the penalty box area. Klink will end up with the puck off the draw, got to center. His dump in was blocked, and Monahan played it over the line, but Bruno was in ahead of the play, so the Huskies will give up possession, and Kirkar will start back the other way, and then he's checked by Klink. Klink is dumped. Boy, that should have been a penalty. The Northern bench again screaming at the officials. After the five-on-three in the first period, the refs have been very shy about giving Northern any more power plays. Now Monahan dropped it back into his own zone. Scotcher played one ahead. That'll be intercepted, and Helton will shoot it back down into the northern zone. Scotcher sweeps it around right side for Nehemiah Barrett, and he'll send one cross ice out of the reach of Graham, and that'll go for icing and bring the faceoff back down into the Husky zone. 6.41 gone by here in the third period. 7-2 St. Mary's. 
They got two in the first, two in the second, three here in the third. Both Northern goals came in the first. The Huskies have never led today. They did fight back from 2-0 down in the first period to tie it up. But uh, since the Morgan goal at the nine-minute mark of the second, that was the start of five unanswered here by St. Mary's. Shea out of the net will play the puck down into the corner. He'll come up the boards to Conan, and he'll bank it off the glass out center ice. Morgan charging up the left wing side. Tried to slip one in front. Ainsworth will intercept that, and he'll slip it to the line, but it's not out. Morgan plays one across right circle to Hughes. He threw one in front, and that went right through the goal crease. Shot by Pivik hit off the side of the goal. Now it's down in the corner. Conan trying to dig it loose. Did get it in front, and they score. Hard work down low, and uh, St. Mary's just outworking Northern on that shift, and they got that puck in front, and they take an 8-2 lead as it was Kavak who got the goal. I had to wait for him to uh, turn and uh, face me so I could see his number. 7.22 the time of this goal. And that'll make it 8-2 for St. Mary's. Conan got the assist on the uh, goal. So it's now an 8-2 hockey game with 9.20 to play here in the third. And his own line now is... Steven Roberts for the Huskies, his first shift of the uh, game. So they'll probably, Orchard Lake St. Mary's will probably counter counter by putting both of their Roberts on the ice. Going to have three Roberts running around. Down in behind the northern goal, Steven Roberts pushes it up the boards to Graham. Graham to the blue line, does force it out center ice. Now he dashes up the right wing side, trying to cut to the middle, but it'll be taken away. And back through center, now over the line was Murad, but that's offside, and now we've got a lot of pushing and shoving after the whistle. And things getting a little chippy there. Because even after the whistle, Murad just kept coming. No penalties, though. They'll get everybody settled down. We're almost halfway through the third. It's 8-2. to two. Orchard Lake St. Mary's on top. They led 4-2 coming into this period, and they've scored four here in the third. Icing call against St. Mary's off the faceoff in the neutral zone, and so that'll bring it all the way back down into the Eaglets' end. And now we're getting a penalty called here, a 10-minute misconduct to Tanner Scotcher. So that's not going to affect play, but... Tanner could only return to the game if there was a miraculous comeback and we went to overtime. So a 10-minute misconduct to Scotcher here at uh, 8.22 of this third period. I think they're going to make him go to the locker room. He technically doesn't have to. But again, the odds of the Huskies roaring back with six goals. 
is a stretch. So Scotcher slams the door behind him and heads to the Husky locker room. Northern down a D-man. Sent Graham back to the bench, so jumping over the boards to replace him is Ryland Chauvin. Helton will play the pass ahead, and it was deflected right back to him. So he'll slide it over to Fedor. Fedor with a long lead feed. Barrett knocked his man down, but back up over the line comes Jack Moran. His pass intercepted. And Christopher comes back the other way. He'll flip it in and go in after it. He and Fedor into the corner. Fedor will play it around to Helton. Helton will get it to Moran. Moran with two goals and two assists in the game. Makes a nice feed ahead. Charging over the line is Thomas with a drive, and he ripped it out of pie. Fedor from the blue line let one go. That's kicked aside by Alcomo. Now Roberts near the blue line. Leaves the puck for Moran. Moran gives it for Johnston. Johnston fires, and Alcomo makes the save and hangs on to it. We'll get another faceoff down here in the northern zone. Drop it off to the right of Evan Alcomo. Will come back on the blue line. Kelly sent one out in front, blocked by Birch. Birch will chip it off the boards, back to the blue line, and Kelly will get over to hold it in. All the way across, and a one-time shot is flubbed on by Kirkab, and it'll be gobbled up by Alcomo, and he'll hang on to it. Got the old flutter shot off there as he healed it. Kirkab with a goal earlier in the game. He had the goal at the 41-second mark of the first period that made it a 2-0 score at the time. It's 8-2. Tyson Scotcher worked it out center ice. Graham forces Hughes back into his own zone. Hughes circles all the way back, makes a dangerous feed. It's picked off. Here's Scotcher going right in on goal. Oh, and the save made by Shea. And he'll hang on to it. Tyson could have looked up there. He had Graham for a tap-in on the other side. They were basically two on O. But again, Shea hasn't faced a lot of shots, but he's made some good saves. The Huskies have had, I'd say, a half dozen quality scoring chances today. Now Barrett at the line couldn't hold it in, and this is Charlie Roberts coming the other way, trying to move into the zone. Got through and got a shot away, and Alcomo had to shoulder that one over top of the net. Now a long lead pass for Cheneau, but he's stripped of the puck at center ice. Kirkcab plays it up over the line. Stepping into one is Correa, and he scores. Diesel Carrera gets his first goal of the season as the puck just kind of found him at the right point, and he just stepped into it. And through traffic, he makes it a 9-2 score. Ten eleven, the time of the goal. And at no point when we came into this third period did I say that 
If St. Mary's gets another goal, the game will be over. Kirk Cab got the assist on the Diesel Carrera goal. Makes it 9-2 now. 6.23 to play here in the third. Here's Smith up over the line looking for the hat trick and a glove save by Shea. And now after the whistle, we've got a skirmish right in front of the net. I think that was Monahan who took a stab at the goalie looking for a rebound. And when it didn't happen, everybody piled in. See if they call penalties here or not. Monahan gets his stick back from the goalie. Shea actually had it caught in his glove. And the stick is broken now. I don't know if Monahan did that on the way to the box, but he's had a busy day of penalties. We're going to get roughing calls here, I think, one to each team. Monahan's going to go, and I think that uh, Strapero is the other man that's going to the box. Clink will have to go over and get Monahan another stick. I think that's four penalties on Monahan today. No power play here. We're going to play five on five. Face off is going to be to the left of Shea. when it happens. Bruno in against Roberts. Roberts won the draw. Here's Johnston trying to tear up over the line. Hands one off and trying to work in front of the net is Marat. His shot is blocked, didn't get through. Barrett will play it off in the corner to Klink. Klink's pass broken up, now down low. Roberts. Laid it off and a quick chance there for Johnston is knocked away. Alcomo with a nice save there. It's been a uh, strange game for him. He's, he's faced a lot of shots and a lot of the goals he really hasn't had a chance on. There's another shot. This one taken by uh, Carrera. He's gobbled up by Alcomo and he'll hang on to it. And after every whistle now, guys are jabber John at each other and taking extra shots. Clearly Northern frustrated and clear, clearly St. Mary's, now that they've opened up the big lead, are feeling a little more confident, shall we say. Hughes from the line with a shot, and that one was blocked, didn't get through. Dom Pierre will try a shot that is blocked. He might get another opportunity here. Dom Pierre into the right circle, firing and a pad saved by Alcomo. And finally, Hunter Christopher turns it back the other way. Christopher up the right side, drop pass here. Chauvin down the slot, and he sent it just wide of the goal. Now Albert will lay it back on the blue line. Ainsworth at the left point. Sent it back out in front of the goal, bouncing puck, and it hopped away from Albert, and Johnston will lay it out center ice. Here comes Moran back to Johnston, and then he tried to make a pass, and Chauvin picked it off. Held in, though. Roberts at the blue line. This is Thomas Roberts playing it in deep. Birch will get it for the Huskies. Played it up the left wing boards. Picked off and held in the zone, though, by Moran. 
Moran back on the blue line and a long shot by Dom Pierre goes wide of the goal. At the right point, Hughes sent it back in behind the net for Johnston. Julian Johnston for Moran back to Dom Pierre with a shot and the glove saved by Alcomo. And Evan will hang on to that with 4.33 to go here in the third. 9-2, St. Mary's on top. They have had a big third period. They're up 4-2 coming into the third. And they have scored five times this period. This is a 2-2 game with seven minutes to play in the second period. Now there's another shot from along the boards, gloved off by Alcomo, and he'll hang on to it. That was Cretu who was looking for another one. He scored earlier this period. Cretu against Graham. Cretu won the draw. A shot taken there by Pivik was blocked, didn't get through to the net. St. Mary's trying to press here. Looking for a goal that would end it. Strapero played it back to the point, but it comes out center ice in the neutral zone. Barrett tried to lay one ahead. That was broken up and fed back down into the Husky zone. Clink now. Work the pass ahead, and uh, that will slide down into the corner. Cheneau gets there. Then Cheneau's pass back to the point is uh, intercepted. Trent Ward out for his first shift of the game for Northern here. Playing on the right wing on this line. Puck will come back to the point. It got by Kelly to center. He'll dump it right back up over the line. Orchard Lake St. Mary's has to tag up. And that'll give Barrett a chance to play it in behind his own goal. Now Barrett plays one ahead at center. Skipped over the stick of Graham and goes just far enough down the ice for an icing call. With 3.26 to go. And now Monahan is uh, out of the box after serving uh, his roughing penalty. Kavak will take this face off in against Smith. And Kavak won it, but back out to center ice. Now Kavak winds up and carries it up the left wing side. Takes it into the zone, cuts it in behind the goal. Tried to center one out in front. That was blocked. Bruno chopped it to the line, and that is off Fedor and comes out center ice. Tyson Scotcher tried to play it. Taken away, though, by Kivac, and then his backhand flip trying to get it in deep. Goes up over the glass and out of play. Down to 2.58 to go here in the hockey game. It's 9-2. Orchard Lake St. Mary's in the lead. Down at center, Morgan. Chips it up over the line. Ainsworth back after it for the Huskies. Goes to Birch. Birch will get it to the blue line, but it'll be held in there by Fedor. Now Bryson Smith will retreat back into the corner, and then he'll flip one ahead. Monahan couldn't get to it. Shot from the point by Fedor is blockered away by Alcomo. They continue to just scramble most of the play along the boards right now, and finally Smith comes out with the puck. He'll skate it to center and dump it cross ice. Back down into the St. Mary's zone. Dompierre quickly moved the head to center. Out of the reach of Morgan, though. Albert played it back, and Dompierre will intercept and skate up over the line. One against four. Dompierre looking. Slips it into the corner and goes in after it. 
And he'll fire a blind pass in front that'll be intercepted. And back the other way, Albert gives it up to Christopher. He couldn't work his way in. And a long stretch pass the other way. Here's Charles Roberts up over the line. He's given a bump in along the boards. Centering feed picked off by Albert. Albert worked at center ice out of the reach of Christopher. He dove to try to get to that pass, but it'll go for icing with 145 to play here in the third. So, again, yes, St. Mary's was the better team today, but the final score isn't going to indicate how this game was, at least for the first half. And in the second half of the game, the goals just kept coming for St. Mary's. Birch works it up over the line, and this play got broken up and is offside. So Northern's going to fall to 6-2, and and St. Mary's is going to improve to 8-2 on the year. Faceoff just outside the St. Mary's line, controlled by the Huskies. Christopher will shoot it in deep. Chauvin will go into the corner after it, and he's going to get a penalty as he ran Fedor, I believe, into the boards from behind. So on the delayed call, it'll be finally touched by Christopher at the blue line, and we'll get a cross-checking call to Chauvin. And Ryland will head to the back box, and St. Mary's will get their fifth power play of the game with just 1.16 to go. They're one for four on the man advantage. They scored on their last power play earlier this period. Johnston will play it back to the blue line and then get it right back again. He's looking across for Moran, who's got two goals in the game. Now Moran at the right point, moved it into the circle and then circled back to the blue line again, took a shot that was blocked. They'll send it along the boards. Johnston back to the point, and a shot deflects wide of the goal as uh, Carrera let one go, and now the puck will be played up and out of play with 45 seconds to go. They gave that number one unit a, a chance there to try and get another one. Now Cretu's line will come out. Cretu won the faceoff. Kelly at the left point. Sends one over to Kivak. Now they'll work it down into the corner. Pivik played it back to the point. Fedor with a shot padded away by Alcomo. 25 seconds to go on this one. It comes back to Fedor again. He'll slip it down into the corner. Kivak leaves it down low now for Pivik. Pivik trying to walk it in front, but Klink will intercept, and he'll bounce it out and back down the ice. Ten seconds to go in the hockey game. Kelly back into his own zone. Sends it cross ice to Luka Pivik. He'll turn back at his own line and then fire it left wing side. Kelly over the line, one second to shoot, but he'll skate it into the corner instead. And the buzzer will sound to end the hockey game. 9-2 St. Mary's, your final. We'll tell you about it in just a moment. Hi, I'm David Bugan. I'm the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. 
I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts, or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Grand. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier-to-maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue, in Marysville. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. St. Mary's scored five times in the third period to blow this one open. They had 28 shots on goal in the third. They outshot the Huskies 28-7 in the third, 62-19 in the game. So despite giving up nine goals, Evan Alcomo made 53 saves uh, today. I thought uh, Shea played well for uh, St. Mary's, uh, too. Johnston got uh, a goal 35 seconds into the third to make it 5-2. Thomas Roberts scored on the power play at 5-15 and 13 seconds after that Cretu scored on a wraparound Kavak got a goal at 7:29, and then at 10 11 it was uh diesel uh, carrera who uh, scored the final goal nine to two saint mary's improves to eight and two northern suffers just their second loss of the season they are six and two all right i'm going to head to suburban ice arena and around six o'clock we'll have marysville and eisenhower in our third and final game of the day here on getstuckonsports.com once again the Final score in our two games from McMoran Arena. Utica 9, Port Huron Unified 1, and Orchard Lake St. Mary's 9, Port Huron Northern 2. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports. 